Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the hanger steak man. Jordan Morris, not frosting my tips. So, okay. Not frosting. I have to, I'll just really quickly explain yes. mine so we can get into yours. Yours is a you, lot juicier. Although you, mine was very juicy because I basted it. Sounds like you ate a thin steak. Yeah, I had a nice thin steak. My mom brought them. That's My mom nice. came to visit this weekend. Oh, and she brought steaks? She brought some premium steaks, and then she said to me that she bought them from a ranch that belonged to an actor from Davy Crockett. Wow. And I don't know what that means. I didn't understand it. Yeah. But I think just if you got rich in 1957. Mm-hmm. You bought a real ranch? Yeah, I think, right, early movie business, that was the number one sign of success, whereas now maybe it's, you know, like a boat or like Teslas or, Like a place know. to go fly fishing in Montana? Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, I think if, you know, in, in, in the first wave of showbiz, like once you hit it big- just got Once you got that a, that contract with MGM, you just get a ranch. A, a red gabardine western shirt with mm-hmm. white piping. Yeah. And a giant hat. And that was it. And you were, yeah. So, so anyway. How does she, how do you transport, I imagine she flew. She drove. She drove, oh, okay. She drove with a cooler. So it was a cooler. There, there was two important things coming. Mm-hmm. I think the stakes that she brought were an add-on. She happened to be visiting a friend in the Santa Barbara area, and uh, she she added some steaks to gotcha. the list. But she there's an d- Italian delicatessen near my childhood home called uh, Luca's, mm-hmm. and or it's actually called Luca, and uh, Luca's is closing uh, because of San Francisco real estate. I think they recently sold their parking lot for three point two million dollars. <laughs> oh boy! Um, and so they realized that their building was probably worth sure, something yeah. too. And uh, so, so they're closing, and my mom brought me five pounds of tortellini, just okay. five pound bags of tortellini, <laughs> uh, my favorite food ever, and it's going to be gone forever. So she she brought it down in a cooler. God bless her. That's nice. Yeah, and she just threw a couple of frozen steaks in the cooler while she was at it. Can you eat those together? Oh yeah, absolutely. I do. You That's don't great. you don't ever top your steaks with tortellinis? <laughs> no, apparently I have. I'm I'm not I'm not living right. It's called a remoulade. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> What's a tapenade then? Uh, oh, okay. Uh, that's uh, a lasagna. I think. <laughs> yeah, the steak topped with an entire lasagna. So now here's here's uh, where we get into your new nickname, Jordan. Yes. And by the way, our guest will be joining us in the second segment of this week's program. Don't worry. There will be a guest. There will be new ideas <laughs> and experiences on this week's mm-hmm. show. Shared by our guest. He just Unless we just talk over him the whole time. Went to our address in Santa Monica instead of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jordan, yes. I noticed. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I came in here, I said to myself, my friend Jordan is looking sunny today. Mm-hmm. Like radiant. Sure. And that's not to say that you're not always looking radiant. But except when you don't have your coffee, <laughs> right? Yeah, then get out of my way, or I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll end your life. Ah, that knife. <laughs> um, put, put some coffee on the end of this knife, <laughs> or I'll kill you with it. Um, but I noticed, I noticed even I lick my coffee off a knife. I noticed even more, and I yes. mean, like Jordan, you've got a you have an active lifestyle, sure. 
So I thought to myself, maybe it's just the active lifestyle. You know, mm-hmm. you can only go to so many swim meets without mm-hmm. starting to gaining some radiance. <laughs> I've been to one swim meet, and all I'm, I'm swim meet guy all of a sudden. <laughs> that's the one. That's how many you need to become radiant. Oh wow, okay. Uh, that's interesting. yeah. I mean, I feel like I, me being people are <laughs> people. I've been to that one swim meet, and I feel like it's stuck in people's minds so much. People are always asking me about swim meets now. I think it's because it's amazing and admirable. Sure, yeah. I think about it's a, it's, it all the it's, time. It's novel. Yeah. But I feel like I need I feel like I I I didn't I liked the swim meet. I liked doing it. I'm proud that I did it. Um and I still swim. Like I still swim, you know, I try and swim three or four times a week. So I'm still doing the like training. But as far as the competitive meets go, I didn't get a lot out of the meet. I didn't like you know, didn't like, like the fire in your stomach. No, well, it's because I'm not that good at it, so <laughs> I can't win. I'll never win. I'll never be able to win. So you decided to light that fire with wings. Yeah. Hot wings. <laughs> Hot wings and coffee on a knife. <laughs> Ooh, knife coffee. <laughs> um. So, yeah, but no, I mean, I, I think I could perhaps do another swim meet in the future, but it's not something, um, you know, I think there are some people who, you know, on my team who, like, drive to Arizona to do them. Oh, wow. Who, like, do long weekends. So they could go to swim meets. I like the idea of participating in organized sport Mm -hmm. as an adult. Sure. It's fun. I like, look, I like softball as much as the next guy. It's a great one. Mm -hmm. You know, I like the idea of I'm fine with triathlons or whatever. But what I like about a swim meet is it feels like the Olympics, except that you're not competing against. People from the Olympics, like we're not old enough to be, I don't think I'm going to be competitive with people in my age group unless I train from now until I'm 80 <laughs> and then participate. Oh, you just be the best group. 80, basically be the best 80 year old guy. Yeah. Just because I, because the, the competition thin. Sure. Through death. Through death. Right. <laughs> but I feel like uh, there, there is no. And people who are cripplingly depressed because all their loved ones who have died. Exactly. I'm 37 years old, mm-hmm. Jordan. And. I don't there – are, there are plenty of actual athletic people mm-hmm. who do athletics at age 37. Like if I joined an adult baseball league, I wouldn't be able to cut it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Too erotic? Yes, exactly. Because it's an adult baseball league? No, because Rhea Butcher is an adult, mm-hmm. cur- in an adult baseball league. She can probably hit a curveball. I mm-hmm. can't hit a curveball. Mm-hmm. I'm scared of a fastball. Sure. That was my experience in – 14-15 league, the last time I played. So, for that reason, I think a lot of people see this as an exciting adult competition that you participated in, mm-hmm. that that they they see you as a lifestyle role model. Right. Oh, okay. They, you're a, oh, do I got to start a goop now? You're aspirational. Gotcha. You have an aspirational lifestyle. Probably start, start with a newsletter. You're hanging out I'll with- do a weekly newsletter, and then I'll do a goop. You're hanging out in West Hollywood with all those uh, triangular Burbank. torso- Burbank. Burbank. The Verdugo Aquatic Facility. Okay, well, Burbank with all those triangular, yeah. to- triangular torso- Shaved, attractive man. <laughs> That's actually not the Burbank swim crowd as much. That is a very West Hollywood kind of. And when I, I finally kind of, you know, started dabbling in adult swimming, um, I would do it at the pool at West Hollywood. And, you know, that you, you know, you have the like the sleek, hairless workout men. Yeah. And this at the Verdugo Aquatic Facility, it's, a, you know, a lot more kind of like, it's a lot more parents and kind of suburban people. There are some jacked, 
swim dudes, but they are jacked because they're swim dudes. They're not jacked dudes who are also swimming. Got it. So they are guys with the swim physique. And there's a lot of like, and there's a, a kind of a fair amount of like, that's like, like broad shoulders, narrow waist, webbed fingers. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, lays eggs <laughs> and uh, has a barrel of nails in their stomach. And they actually, they birth live young, but right. then tend them they in a tend pouch. They tend them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's what that's like. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then there's a, maybe a, like a little smattering of like women who have an interest in crystals. And then, you know, maybe a couple of like surf burnouts. Right. And I think that makes – yeah, we don't have a lot of like, you know, um, there's not a lot of like showbiz hunks. Like I don't think anybody's going going to an audition Got with this it. thing. Got it. Um, because I know you wanted to know the difference between the crowds Thank you for at clarifying. the pool at this West Hollywood kind of life, versus Burbank. This is the kind of lifestyle – this is what makes you accessible. Here's our guest! Wow. He came in! Hi. He's here. Just in time for a conversation nice about swimming. A pleasure. Jordan was just clarifying the difference between the Burbank and West Hollywood swim centers. Oh, wow. And what's the chief difference? Well, uh, I think... Should you... Fewer hunks in yes, Burbank. fewer hunks. Fewer hunks. Yeah. Can I just tell you something? Please. I, I'm in the midst of a nightmare, and you I need be... to apologize, and we need to talk about how shitty Lyft is. <laughs> Why don't you get introduced? Jesse, Hi, introduce yeah. our guest. Uh, comic. Uh, <laughs> I uh, love this energy, by the way. I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm on fire. I have a new zest for life. Yeah, 100%. Improviser, one of the hosts of Las Culturistas, Yee. Matt Rogers. Hi, how are you guys? Hi, Matt. We're great. We're thrilled to have you here. I'm so thrilled to be here. I very nearly wasn't here because let me tell you something. We are currently at, I won't say the address because right. that's not that's uncouth. Sure. Wilshire Boulevard. But, we'll yeah, sure, we'll say we're on Wilshire Boulevard. There is, uh, you know, the thing is, long. She goes yeah. all the way to Santa Monica. There is another exact address of this. I, in my... I like that you refer to her as a she. She's well, a she. Like Everything's a, a she. Like the studio, it's... She's She's got us in it. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I... We are inside her. I feel her. so Truly, warm. Yes. Uh, did I bring heat in? I feel nurtured. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, I was fully just in Santa Monica. She generates her own. She yeah, generates Matt. her Listen, own. Listen, it was hot before you got in here, but now that you came in, I'm going to have to lose a layer. Yeah. I'm going to have to lose a layer. Could just be about an extra body. Could have nothing <laughs> to do with me. Could have entirely to do with, you know, how temperature rises. Sure. Jordan, apparently our address on Wilshire Boulevard in Santa Monica about 20 min- minutes ago, the mm-hmm. difference between that one and this one is that one had more hunks. Mm, sure. Yeah, you got big, big time. Yeah. Um. So so okay. So what 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 happened in the? I just plugged in the the address of this establishment mm-hmm. and assumed that that was going to be the first one coming up on Lyft because we're here at Max Fun. People, yeah. we are a lot of a lot of influential figures need to come That's here. A good sure. point. And also, this is a large building. Also, where I, where they dropped me off in Santa Monica. Which has the same address as this? It's a hole in the wall. Yeah, mm. I have no idea why it would pop up first. No, not a pile of garbage. No, po- not a pile of garbage. Probably not a single podcast being recorded there at all. Really disappointing. If any, I'm sure that 20 percent of our audience works at Lyft. Yeah, mm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> not a bad. Like, we'll get on this because we need to. This is for all the Max Fun guests going forward. I'm just looking out. Here's what I think happened, Matt. If you don't mind okay. me breaking this down for a second, break it down. This is important information <laughs> for our audience. Break it down. I think people. We're dropping people off outside of our building, which is a multi-unit building, Mm -hmm. a substantial and historic building Yes, here in the MacArthur Park Mm -hmm. area of Los Angeles, Westlake. God bless. Um, 
I think they were dropping them off in front of the building. Okay. There's no parking there. The right. the only lane is is a uh you know is a driving lane. Mm-hmm. It's an active traffic lane. Oh, it's it's fierce out there. And so <laughs> I think they replaced the address with the address of the front of the garage, which is they around the did. corner. They did just that. But now, if you type the address in instead of the name of our building, Mm-mm. it gives you only, the only choice it gives you is the one in Santa Monica. That's what I think happened, and someone at Lyft should address this. Yeah, no. Bernie Sanders, where are you on this issue? Truly, where is Bernie? And also, Elizabeth Warren, your silence is deafening <laughs> on this issue. Buddha Judge, your silence is deafening. Today you spoke for quite a while, and not a word on this lift drama. Why, why Matt, I ask you this. Why is Julian Castro Ugh. the only candidate with the courage to address the question mm. of why Lyft removed our address from its database, sending the great Matt Rogers all the way to Santa Monica, California, which is a beautiful city with its own merits. Beautiful sure. and gorgeous. Matt. I will say, uh, uh, in terms of why he was the first to step forward, I, I respect that. I'm not ready to yet declare my support for Julian Castro. <laughs> okay. I, have to, I have to see more. Sure. I have to see more. I'm excited about many candidates, and sure. I, I have to what see more. What if John Kasich runs? Uh, you know what? Uh, what does he have to say about Lyft? What does he have to say <laughs> about Grubhub? Yeah. See, I draw the line on his reproductive rights stuff. Then, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I still, I still, I still am consistent yeah. on that. Right. Um. So, so you <laughs> plus the DoorDash thing. So, if you been that too, have you have you been in two lifts? Did you get a? Did you just get a second lift, or I did got you a tell the first lift. one to bring you to the right place? It was a flight. It was a like a flighter fright. No, what was yeah. it? Fight or flight moment. Yeah. I was like, am I going to? Like be upset about this and let this defeat me tonight. Am I going to say I can't make it? Hell no. No. I got in that down. lift. I doubled down. I I soared over here. I hinted to the lift driver to step on it mm. without mm-hmm. without being that like old timey person in the back of the car saying step on it. Right. I said, oh, follow that to... car. They have my son. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it was a very Halle Berry and kidnap <laughs> narrative. I mean, the, my only concern here is that that <laughs> car in front of you did have your son. Mm-hmm. It did have my son. And I so actually sacrificed my. Of to be here. Following wow. that car. Yeah. Thank you so much. Like, it's so nuts. So cool. Of I you. no longer have a son, <laughs> but I do have a podcast appearance. Hey, if, you, if out there, which in Hollywood is the same, it's is, the same thing. It, you had to weigh both. Yeah, you know what they say. There's no such thing as bad publicity. <laughs> no, yeah. there is such a thing as bad kids. And if, so, hey, if you have a spare son, send it over to Maximum yeah. Fun. I know we're not giving out the address. Just remember, just... Hitler had a mom. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, point, people point. constantly forget that Hitler had a mom, and, and you know honestly, what? fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> fuck her. Mussolini. <laughs> Made the trains run on time <laughs> yeah. and fuck trains. Sure. Yeah. Fuck, fuck trains. We're moms. all about Lyft now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know who I'm not crazy about? Who? Pol Pot's aunt. <laughs> yeah. No. He had an aunt. No, yeah. he had an aunt, and you know it. And she didn't yeah. do anything to stop it. She yeah. did nothing. Um, <laughs> so to bring you up to speed, Matt, about bring what's going on speed, here. Even though that's a car analogy I don't like Oh, right which, never, which which lift did you prefer, the first one or the second one? Um, Can you describe I would the vibes say, in You know what? Lift? The first lift had like such good energy. Yeah. He, he he literally told me, he's like, you just got in the getaway car. Wow. I was like, okay, bitch. I was, like, I was very down for that energy. And then the second guy wanted to know what I did for a career. And wanted to tell me about what he did for a sure, career, and sure. I wasn't down for that. So, what you mean he's not just a Lyft driver? It, he's also it, an it's influencer. a side job. Wow, he's also an influencer. He's primarily an influencer. I see. He does some influencing with some driving on the side. But exactly. Primarily, he's about the influence. And it was weird because if I thought one of my Lyft drivers was was an influencer today, it had to be the one that said, "You just got to went in the getaway car." Yeah, yeah. shit, but man. I'm going to start saying that. He lifts uh, 24 hours a day. 
Wow. He's a career Lyft driver. Wow. wow. 24 hours no sleep. I mean, if you got lines that are that good, you have to be fucking yeah. racking up the miles. Sure. Yeah. That's a good point. I so don't think. You have, I don't believe, Matt, that, that you've met Jordan Morris in the past. I don't think so. so We're meeting for the first time now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to say it's going great. I'm having a great time. <laughs> Admi- if you admire Jordan's beauty, his signature head of, of uh, ringlet curls. Yes. Thanks. Uh, beloved the world over. I, I, I understand. Uh, by... Fans of Jordan Jesse Go, Fuel TV, sure. and YouTube. Precious Moments figurines. <laughs> yeah. So many. Shirley Temple with like a with like a some some inches off. That's what I'm going yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. You got that. Uh it's not ordinarily so light in color. Mm-hmm. So when Jordan oh. came here yeah. today, okay. I looked at him, I said he had a certain glow. Yeah. I noted the glow immediately, then I thought, oh, but maybe maybe it's a haircut. Then I said, Maybe he's know. pregnant. His hair is looking is his hair is looking light. Yeah. It's looking great. Uh-huh. It's got a little bit of a Justin Guarini going on. Absolutely, right now. I Guarini. think he had, he had a little bit more volume than you, but you're on your way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, Guarini, you God, know, I wish I had more volume. Fuck, fuck. <laughs> I say it every day. Jordan, yeah, can I, I give you a, every day? Can I give you a, a suggestion, like a career suggestion? Sure. Maybe pump up the volume. Maybe pump up the volume. Dance, dance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so we were just going to get into. What's going on with Jordan's hair? My immediate okay. mm-hmm. assumption was that maybe he'd been doing a lot of summer outdoor swimming. Yeah. Uh, is yes. it that? It is that. Yes. Oh. I have been. Uh, yeah. So I think it is a combination of I am now for maybe a little more than a year. I've been on a, a swim team with okay. adults. Yes. Um, I was calling it an adult swim team. That was <laughs> that caused confusion. Yeah. But now I'm saying a swim team for adults. Now, no, see, I didn't question it when you said it. I was like, <laughs> of course. Of course. Yes. I've, I think I have a new concern, mm-hmm. which is saying that you're on a swim team with adults yeah. suggests that the alternative would be that you would be on a children's swim team. That's what I don't want people to think. Right. But I, in clarifying it's a she doth protest too much situation. <laughs> oh, you should, people think I'm lying about the adult thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, this guy's on a kid's swim team. That's how I feel Or that guy's it. a kid. <laughs> yeah. I'm on an adult swim team is something a kid says. With other grown-ups. Yeah. Time to go kiss my wife. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Go to work. Go to work tomorrow. Mondays. Ooh, I love beers. Sure. Yeah, beers. Paperwork. Cars. Yeah. Coffee. Yep. <laughs> you name it. The best parts of being a grown-up, which is what I am. Where's Me? my tie? I've, I've had wine and not at church. Sure. <laughs> uh, Are you doing anything to aid this transformation of your hair? No. Because... So I am. Well, I think I don't wear a swim cap uh, because see. they slide off my head, and then I have to go get them. And <laughs> right, I feel like a boob. Yeah, I get that. Uh, but it is really – it is my hair is now a lot lighter than it used to be. Okay. And I, I had lunch with a friend I hadn't seen in a while, and his mm. he, the first thing he said when he saw me was – are you frosting your tips? He was so mad at me. He's like, are you frosting your tips? Well, what will be so wrong about that? Well, you know, I don't, hmm. And I, and again, I was, I was, I had to unpack as to why I was insulted. Yeah. Because it's. There's a lot to unpack here. Sure. And it's, it is not wrong for a man to spend time on his appearance. And if a man wants to color his hair, I think that's great. Yes. But I think the terminology frosted your tips mm-hmm. got to me. Yeah. Because it is a kind of. Is this what you think of me? Right. Do you think? Do you think I am such a, you know, trapped in the '90s relic that yes. I am going to try and emulate the lead singer of Sugar Ray? But Jordan, this is my opinion about it. Hmm. I don't think you're a Guy Fieri. Yeah, I think you're a Justin Timberlake in the NSYNC era. I was going to say what you're doing right now is literally Justin Timberlake. The band's been famous for a year, right? 
now this is what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. I think it looks great, Jordan. I'm not lying. Well, thanks. Yeah. It should, is a uh, is uh, walking around in all denim with Britney Spears, who is also in all denim, a thing I should do? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Have yeah, you purchased sure a denim is. suit yet? Yeah. Um, no, I should. Yeah. But not right now. She's going through it right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, the one weeks. piece of advice that I would give you mm-hmm. is be careful around toy stores uh, because you could get trapped inside an action figure box uh, as a marionette. Was that an NSYNC video? <laughs> yeah. I remember yeah. the one where they were monsters. <laughs> is that the same one? Uh, that's Michael Jackson's That toy. was actually, oh, okay. I'm going to chime in and be gay here. That was the Backstreet Boys. The Backstreet Boys um, were the monsters. The Backstreet Boys were the monsters. Everybody. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That of. was them. And then, of course, you know. You're a monster. Yeah. <laughs> and You're I say that as. <laughs> You're a vampire. That's sure. what it was. They used the traditional pronunciation, which vampire is that how you say that? I think that would be a traditional, yeah. oh my gosh, like, ancient Turkish. That's how you would say it if you were actually a vampire. I believe you 100. percent Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, um, I I actually um, I, hate vampires, I I, I know I know that vampires are not coming back. I know that they're dead forever because did you know that they have like that whole dark monsters? Like... <laughs> is this a monster trend watch? No, I thought I, you were looking behind me, and I thought, is there a monster behind me? Because you were looking. <laughs> um, no, but monsters. I think one monster will come back because I do think horror is having a moment, sure. uh-huh. and I believe we will see the rebirth of a monster, like a universal classic monster. Mm-hmm. But it can't be vampires, okay? And I don't think it's werewolves because vampires are a little worn out. I think Twilight they're worn, worn out. out vampires. Yeah, and so what oh, are hold we thinking? On. This a is Frankenstein a... moment again. This is our signature segment: vampire hot or not? Mm-hmm. Okay, who's up? Who's down? Who's who, left and right? Who's a bat and who's submissive? Sure. Okay, sure. so Matt, let's get into it because you're the expert here. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> First of all, vampires. Yeah, I hate these blood sucking monsters. I don't like them. They would kill me if they could. That's yeah. so. That's absolutely true. On the other hand, and then sleep like a little baby in their coffin. But you know what I did? They love? wouldn't even feel bad. What? True Blood. Oh, I didn't watch that. I liked that show. I like what we do in shadows. So yeah. there you go. The great Matt Berry mm. from like Dust Till Matt Dawn. Berry. Great movie. Okay, uh, Wolfman's. Wolfman, um, out, I'm going to say. Wow, really? Wolfman's out. Too annoying. Because <laughs> it's kind of like unpredictable? Yeah, just like, uh, it's just like, no, actually, I don't think it's unpredictable at all. You know exactly what he's going to do, which is howl at the moon. Right. We know when we see the moon that it's going to happen. There's a lack of um, unpredictability here that I- I love Guillermo del Toro, though. Love him. I can't get enough Guillermo del Toro. And I was so sad to learn mm-hmm. that that Wolfman movie- that Ger- that starred Guillermo del Toro. I think that was supposed to be a bad movie. And I think you're. I don't think you're thinking of. I think you're thinking. I think of, you're thinking of someone else. Um, yeah. Benicio, Benicio del, Toro. del Toro. Yes, Guillermo del Toro. The other del the Toro brother. <laughs> I don't think. They're okay, brothers. speaking of Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. What about that fawn monster from uh, Pan's Labyrinth? Oh, in. Okay. So in. Can... we we haven't seen enough. That was an entirely new creation. We need to see more. What do you think about the creatures from the Black's Lagoons? In. Mm. in the creatures from the Black Lagoon are actually so in. Yeah, they're more in than um, Rihanna. Can I ask you? A, wow! Can I ask you a <laughs> Riri herself Black Lagoon. is less Riri, in. Riri's out. The creature from the Black Lagoon is. Can in. I ask you a question? I'm getting. You may, Matt. I'm getting older. Okay. I'm not. I don't have my we finger. On, I don't have my finger on the pulse like the way that I used. Not Dracula's to. though. They're not getting older. Ah, uh, that's a good point. 
And uh, two of my fingers are on the pulse at all times. I was walking, I was walking past yeah. an Urban Outfitters, mm-hmm. and I happened to see a creature from the Black Lagoon in there. Now, I'm never sure if that's a sign that something is hot or some, something that's past its sell-by date. It's like, because there's, you know, malls are dying. This is, or is what this is, a read on Urban Outfitters? That's what I'm wondering about. Yeah. I mean, like, with and specifically with regard to, to the creature from the Black Lagoon. I think the creature from the Black Lagoon has not had its big moment yet. Mm-hmm. And all the other monsters have. So I think the creature from the Black Lagoon, we're going to start seeing. Um, and by proxy, we're going to see, I think... Loch Ness have a moment again. Oh, oh Nessie! Nessie Nessie's back. Acquies. All right, yes. We're gonna see um, the Lake Monster point. Champ have a moment again. Oh, Champ um, from we, Lake Champlain! Everyone always forgets about Champ. Never I don't even. About I don't Champ. know about Champ. I've never heard about Champ. Champ is a monster very much similar to the Loch Ness monster, <laughs> perhaps even ripped off from mm. that concept mm-hmm. and placed into Lake Champlain. Okay. His name is Champ. Everything about him. Sort of like the American version of what's going on in Scotland. We gotcha. named a monster after the lake it's mm-hmm. in. We were not creative. Can I ask it. you another one, Matt, here? You may ask me so many. Okay. <laughs> Sasquatch slash Yeti. I'm over it. Really? I am totally over the drama bet- about whether they exist or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Girl, come out and find your light. Too yeah. much. I think, Too I much. think that if she, if she wants to... Do you think somebody's shine blocking? <laughs> Mm, that's an interesting question. That's possible. That might be why they haven't found their light. I, you're right. I, honestly, I think that's what's going on. Do you think and, they might be blocking each other's shine? I think they're blocking each other's shine. I think that even though they exist in completely different, there's a game of chicken being played. Right. Because I think what we're all thinking right now is like, okay, which one of you is going to come out and say hi? Mm-hmm. Like, this is me and give an interview to, to like Diane Sawyer or something. Right. <laughs> but the thing is, I think they're playing chicken with each other because no, we don't know. It, it's not precedented before what's a better career move to come out and say, I'm a monster from the forest or to say, I'm going to maintain the mystery. Right. We haven't seen this happen yet. Loch Ness Monster remains underwater. Can I tell you something? I'm just excited to know something since Matt's the expert here, but something that maybe, I don't know if you knew this. Go ahead. I I heard the Yeti Mm -hmm. is negotiating an exclusive interview with Gail King. That's literally, that is, uh, that is unprecedented. I know. Because to choose Gail. I know. And this is not a. This is no shade to Gail. No, she's a does she's a wonderful journalist. She's a wonderful journalist, but she's a little bit light. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like we Although don't have. She gave R. Kelly the, the hard questions. She That's did. true. That's true. But wasn't it a little so bit? Do you more... think she would ask the Yeti how many Himalayans he has eaten? <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. I think she. I think she wouldn't ask that. Oh wow. That's. Mm. I, or I think she would hint at it. Whereas I think Diane's asking. We don't have Barbara Walters anymore to just ask it in her Barbara right. way. Is right. this like an in studio thing? This is something I'm wondering about. Gail, is it in studio? The bright lights, the whole nine yards, as she did with R. Kelly. Or is this something where it's it's a little bit more lifestyle-y? It's like, Yeti, you take go to me them. on a tour of your Himalayan cave. Actually, I just I just looked at Deadline, actually, and the mm. Yeti is actually doing Fallon, and he's just going to play flip cups. Wow. See, I think this is a huge mistake. Me too. Wow. I think this is a huge mistake because it's like you're going to go on Fallon, and you're going to look adorable and fun, but there's still the problems with you. Right. And I think this is very like Lindsay Lohan deciding to do an interview with Jay Leno instead of Barbara Walters because it's like, yeah, you're going to go on the show and be cute and adorable, but there's still all the problems with you, people which we're not know. discussing. People know what a Yeti has done. Oh, a Yeti has ripped people from limb to limb we know what what they do you snowy fuck he absolutely eats so many it's a senseless loss of life Mm -hmm. every time the yeti eats hey yeti come on this show come on this show come on this show
Yeti, go on Chopper. If you have nothing to see, oh yeah, that'd be good. I think if the Yeti were Yeti, go on Come Town. If the Yeti were a real Yeti, yeah. the Yeti would come in the studio right now and yeah. talk to us and tell us the about <laughs> about inequality. I want to talk about yeah, that's the thing. I don't even want to talk about him as a Yeti. I want to talk about what he thinks about inequality. Mm-hmm. I want to know his thoughts on 2020. Yeah. Who is he supporting? Yeah, is Joe Biden canceled? See, I bet I bet the Yeti has been in the woods so long that he's still stumping for Joe Biden. Okay. So, follow-up question here. Okay. And by follow-up question, I mean new line of questioning within the same category of we questions. Love, we love that. This is a misunderstood monster. Okay. Not bloodthirsty by nature. We don't know that for sure, but let's see. Would it's say a classic the... Frankenstein. Yeah. In or out. You know, Frankenstein, I think, is in. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why. Because we are entering, and we are fully in, but we are ever entering a new age of technology each day. Thank you. So mm-hmm. I think that we- Facebook, Twitter, personal Facebook, computers, Twitter, PlayStation, oh need I God. go on? Uh, a, a plate of appetizers where you get some of each of the all of the appetizers right. on the menu. Yes. Dipping sauces, and it's shareable, like seamless. Um, what's it called? A Postmates. Well, Unli- things we can do with technology about, now. Yeah, unlimited salad and breadsticks. Oh my god, we can make Kieran and Shipka a thing. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> um, and you know, I know what I think. Probably Frankenstein's biggest. And again, I'm not the expert here. Right, Matt's an just, expert. This, I, I just, am the expert, but I'm willing, I'm willing to hear this. Some, this man we met five minutes ago <laughs> is the expert. <laughs> Course. And I think the biggest reason that Frankenstein can have a moment now, why yes. now is, I mean, again, I think it's what you alluded to is that it's, you know, it's technology, it's a, you know, it's a parable for, you know, yeah. what can we do versus what should we do, mm-hmm. and, you know, and what's a monster and like, yeah. who, who's the real monster. And I think that that's a big part of it. But also why I think that Frankenstein can have a moment is because Daddy Thick. Yeah. Daddy, Daddy Thick. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. The, the, first and foremost, <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. Even before he signed with his agency, had it in his contract that he has to play Frankenstein. <laughs> and so the fact that that we're was when he was this, representing himself. He, even when he was representing himself, all he yeah. had was all he had was himself and his brothers right. stacked on top of each other Nine in a brothers. suit. Yeah. and they said they were his accountants, and they didn't even know what accountant was because in Australia, you didn't know this. There's no money. <laughs> um, so basically, I, I agree with you. You make right. solid points sure. about why we need Frankenstein back because mm-hmm. it's uh, creating the monster and then being upset with the monster, but you created the monster right. is important right. for today. Mm-hmm. It's important for today. Well, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse, go. Me, I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. You know, Jordan, this and every week, Mm -hmm. our program, which Mm -hmm. is entitled Jordan, Jesse, go, Mm -hmm. is brought to you. Now, is this the one that you, Jordan? No, okay. Who brings it to me? Uh, I guess like DoorDash or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know what you prefer to use. Mm -hmm. Uh our show is brought to the listener at home, the person who, with the ear earpods mm-hmm. ear, ear pods on. You know, the earpods. I know those, yeah, I know the pods you're talking about. <laughs> uh, by all of the folks who are Maximum Fund members who've gone to MaximumFund.org slash donate to become Maximum yeah. Fund members, not least the uh, many thousands who became members during the Max Fund drive. Not 
many thousands of new Jordan Jesse Go donors, but many no, thousands overall. of other overall. Yeah. Stick it in your pod. <laughs> That's what we say. <laughs> We're also brought Stick to you. Stick it in your pod. We're also brought to you this week by our friends at ZipRecruiter. Jordan, I'm a small business owner. I don't know if you knew that. You've mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, but do any challenges go along with being a business owner? Yeah, sure. Well, for a long time, selling marijuana was illegal. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I, I would say probably my top challenge, finding qualified candidates to hire. But you know what? That's kind of a thing of the past mm. because I've got ZipRecruiter now. Yeah, I've heard that it makes hiring simple, fast, and smart. Basically what it does is it posts your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. But not just that. They also use... What they call a powerful matching technology. Okay. This is not okay. simple flip cards, memory game, barnyard animals bullshit. Yeah. This is some sort of AI that could perhaps become sentient? I'm pretty sure it's sentient. Oh, wow. We'll have to check in. It's not in the copy here. <laughs> right. I think it's probably sentient, but they well, I'm glad that it's helping us uh, by helping us find uh, qualified employees and not harming us by <laughs> destroying humanity. Yeah, or, or eating our eggs. Oh, yeah. I need those. Not our human eggs, our, our chicken eggs. Like, we made... Scrambled eggs. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Okay. Well, I don't produce eggs. I'm a male. <laughs> okay. But I do buy eggs. Yeah. And sometimes I have one for breakfast. I mean, just imagine Or that... dinner if I'm feeling like breakfast for dinner. Imagine that you're about to make cookies, Jordan. Okay. And you go and you open the egg carton. And an AI has stolen all of them. <laughs> yeah. You're like, God Man. damn it. Now I got to go to the grocery store. I thought store. you were supposed to help me find employees. Okay. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site. Within the first day. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free <gasps> at this exclusive web address. Yes. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJ Go. ZipRecruiter.com slash JJ Go. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So smart. Very smart. So smart. Give the AI something to do so it doesn't steal our eggs. Oh, <laughs> like, I a, need, like a mongoose. I need those for breakfast. Uh, we need them. Or a mean dinosaur. Sure. An Oviraptor, perhaps. Oh, an Oviraptor is the exact dinosaur I was thinking of. I love to steal eggs. So. I'm one of those duckbill dinos. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I'm trying to tend to my young, Jordan. You got to tend to your young. Oh, these Oviraptors um, stole my eggs. Had Hadrosaurus, maybe. What you're oh, thinking of. Metaphoric Ovoraptor. I'm obviously a metaphoric duckbill dinosaur as well. I'm not literally. Of course. This is just a metaphor to better illustrate how going to ziprecruiter.com slash JJGo can benefit you. I think it's making it very clear. Uh, we're also going on tour. It's we the sure Summer are. Boys of Summer Tour, Jordan. Yes, you can find out more at MaximumFun.org slash Summer Boys of Summer. But here's a little synopsis of what you'll find on that website. Uh, June 12th, we're going to be in Minneapolis. June 13th, Chicago, Illinois. June 14th, Seattle, Washington. The 15th, Portland. June 26th in Brooklyn, New York. June 27th, Boston, Massachusetts. June 28th, Washington, D.C. And finally, June 29th in Austin, Texas. We've got some special guests lined up as well. In Minneapolis, we'll be joined by the cast of Riff Tracks. In Chicago, by Courtney Enlow from Trends Like These. And mm -hmm. just announced, Jordan. Just announced. Now, celebrity. Was it announced earlier or are you announcing it now? Uh, about to be announced. Okay. In four seconds. Three, so two, one. Celebrity DJ Idris Elba 
was not available. So celebrity DJ Jesse Thorne will be spinning classic soul 45s from his own personal collection after the show in Chicago. Will you be telling stories from the set of Pacific Rim? <laughs> yes. Okay. Now, they are stories I read in a fanzine. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's a great fanzine. Sure. It's called Rim Jobbers. <laughs> they have good sources. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we assume they're true. Uh, we've also got uh, Ted Leo in Brooklyn and Boston. Mm-hmm. That's going to be pretty great. We got Lamont Price, great Boston stand-up comic in Boston, Massachusetts. Glenn Weldon in Washington, D.C. And Rachel and Griffin McElroy, the most glamorous McElroys in Austin, Texas. Yeah. Is that true? No, that's not true. <laughs> Teresa McElroy is the most glamorous McElroy. Right. Because she does, she does those little 40s haircuts. Oh. She'll put a set in her hair. Well. Or pin curl. Let's... Let's Very get it. Glamorous. Let's get into it in Austin, Texas. Let's ask those other two why they're not so glamorous. Yeah, Rachel's too into poetry to be glamorous. She's <laughs> she's down to earth. She's interested right. in the arts. Yeah, sure. It's a not more. Just, she's not just. She doesn't just have stars in her eyes. <laughs> uh, please come on out to these shows. Uh, they're going to be a lot of fun. And uh, who knows? We may never do this again. It seems likely. This, <laughs> it seems I would put it at seventy thirty. This will be the the death of us. Oh yeah, we will we will die on tour. Like Gigi Allen will <laughs> shoot ourselves on stage during our final show. Just he didn't actually do that, but he said every he was going to. every trip between cities will just be me and Jordan shooting sparks at each other out of our eyes while Brian cries because he can't help Daddy and Daddy get to get along. <laughs> what? Yeah, shoot sparks out of our eyes. Yeah, sparks of anger. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. I thought maybe, I don't know, I thought maybe, like, we were hallucinating the sparks because we were on drugs? I don't know. No, no, we're uh, 1950s wind-up robots. Oh, cool. Sounds like a good tour. Yeah. You know what? This is not going to be the end of us. This is going to be when we take it to the next level. Oh, yeah, when we finally turn into robots. (laughs) Steal us some eggs. Guard your eggs, Guard your eggs. We're coming for them. The summer boys of summer are coming. Minneapolis, Chicago, Seattle, Portland, Brooklyn, Boston, Washington, D.C., Austin, Texas. We're coming for your eggs. (laughs) All the tickets are on sale now. You can find the links at MaximumFun.org. Just look under live shows in the right-hand column. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan, Jesse, go. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Matt Rogers, the Prince of Long Island. (laughs) (laughs) I love your iced teas. Thank you. Yes. Do you have we, anything to do with those? I do. I had everything to do with them. Wow. I created them. Um, I, as the Prince You're of Long great. Island, I was given one task in the court that was to create the cocktail. I was only four. <laughs> wow. That's why, a, that's why real... they taste so fucked up. <laughs> right. You were a real savant. You really had an act for it. Truly. Can I tell you an iced tea thing that happened to me today? Oh, just God, I would love to hear an iced tea totally story. fucked up. Yeah. This is why I came here. I was at the flea market this morning, as I am on uh, most Sunday mornings. I was there with my mom. And I had introduced my mom to some vendors that I buy things from regularly. They were chatting. Mm. The husband, the husband and wife team, husband's maybe 60 years old. Husband goes into his cooler, takes out an Arnold Palmer brand, Arnold Palmer. Mm. Wow. Light offers it to me. Ice cold. Right there. It's Pasadena, California, 80 degrees sure. outside. I'm yeah, sweating. I'm working drink. hard out there in the parking lot of the Rose Bowl. Mm. Offers me a light Arnold Palmer brand, Arnold Palmer. I had to turn it down. 
I can't have the caffeine. It's a migraine trigger, Jordan. Oh, no. I have never felt worse. Can you imagine the kindness shown by a man who sees my distress, sees the flush in my cheeks, the Mm. high color in my cheekbones, and says, this man needs a light. You should have just drank the lemonade half. Fuck! I wasn't even thinking! Wait, I'm sorry. I I need to be walked back. (laughs) What makes it a light Arnold Palmer? Is there one more? Uh, is there more like, of the I one ingredient? I bet it's ingredient? like Nietzsche sweet. I bet instead of sugar, it's like okay. uh, an artificial sweetener. Now, I, would, I would think. Yeah. They're a migraine trigger? The the caffeine. I can't have the caffeine. Caffeine is In a migraine tea. trigger. Okay. So you can't have caffeine at all. You have, you have Your migraines are that bad? They're that bad. Oh, my God. Mm. That is a nightmare. But so that sorry. is like, that is like, you know... That is like being in, you're in Paris, France. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're visiting a, one of the great artistes, as mm-hmm. they call them there. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt, I have an NPR show. No, yeah. Um, so this is the kind of thing I do. Yeah, no, artiste mm-hmm. was great. Thank you. Very and uh, Les Artistes uh, offers you some of their famous snails. Mm. And you say, no, thank you. Too much mm. caffeine. Too much caffeine. That's a, that's a parallel situation here. It was it was one of the rudest things I've ever been forced to do in my life, and there was no amount of explaining that I couldn't have the caffeine. Yeah, could save after this man the kindness to give me a light Arnold Palmer, mm. ice cold straight out of the cooler. You could have uh. just dunked your head in the cooler. That'd have been funny. See now, Jordan. If I'd have had you there instead of my, I have all these stupid, ideas. I have all these great ideas. Stupid fucking mother. Yeah, he needed who you had there. No good ideas. Sorry, I abandoned you. Yeah. Fuck. 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 Okay, Matt. Here's what's going on on Jordan Jesse Go this week. Tell me. Last week on the program, what you missed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes on Jordan Jesse Go, we like to find out a little more information about our audience. Mm-hmm. Little demographic, psychographic. Um. Retrographic. Right. Turbo graphics. <laughs> Thank you. 16. Um, so, yeah, we were kind of asking our, our listeners questions and trying yeah. to find out more about them. So we had a, you know, we had a really good, uh, we, we had a really interesting um, episode when we found out that a lot of our listeners wear, or not wear, but have and wear occasionally a fez. Oh. Yeah. A shocking number of our listeners yeah. own a That's, fez. That is shocking. Especially uh, given that we limited it to... Only real fezes, no costume store bullshit. Mm-hmm. And uh, but we recently had a huge, just a huge tidal wave of uh, um, of people getting in contact because they had been in a submarine. Yeah. Oh wow! So uh, Oscar-nominated singer-songwriter Amy Mann <gasps> was quite confident that no, none of our listeners have been in a real submarine. Actually, hundreds have been hundreds. in a real submarine. So, Amy Mann, I mean, Grammy-nominated as well. What? I, here's the thing. If you are in something that travels underwater at all, that is considered a submarine, right? Well, not if you're Jonah. You're in the belly of a whale. Jesse's, well, a, no. Jesse's a biblical literalist. That is something. So, so that biblical liter- literalism will debunk that. But anyone that's been to Disneyland and done like the Leagues Under the Sea yeah. ride that's we, we, are finding Matt, Nemo. Matt. You, I, I don't, I don't want to tell you to listen to this show because it's not a, it's not worth your time. <laughs> but to be clear, we we clarified that point. We said if the submarine's on a track, it doesn't count. Okay, then forget but it. But it doesn't have to be an active submarine. We heard from multiple people who had served on submarines and listened to Jordan Jesse go. Uh-uh. However, 
We would accept a submarine in dry dock. Okay. I got to say, I guess I've never been on a submarine. Yeah. Well. So could you do this with your listeners? Could you say, like, everyone call in who, who does blank? And yeah. Where do you think you would get the in biggest terms of, response? Oh, um, everyone who... Um, I was going to say is gay, um, <laughs> but uh, that would be, a, it would be everyone. Sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have a new battle this week. We're seeing if, now what, I, I forgot what they were. Okay. So Brian Fernandez, our Sonny D, our producer, uh, tell us what were the two categories battling it out on this week's program? Okay. So this week we had, uh, if you've been on a date. In a costume. Now, I, hmm. we did make some clarifications. Brian, you've been going through emails and phone uh-huh. calls, wasting your life yep. on this question. Oh, yeah. Uh, can you clarify what were the points of clarification on this, just so Matt knows? Mm-hmm. Um, so it had, to, it had to have romantic intent. So if you were already in a relationship oh. with the person, then it couldn't just be a night out with costume. Got well, it. I don't I think, that, that, I I don't that think that's... I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember that. I think, yeah. I don't so think what, that. So we clarified the difference as, as a married person. And who was our guest last week? Emily Heller. Mm-hmm. Emily Heller. Emily and I are both married people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We clarified that a married person knows the difference between date night and just doing something together because you do everything together because you're married. Right, of course. So the, a date night is is a choice to engage in something together for the purposes of romance, and you're mm-hmm. probably planning to have sex after. Right, of course. Yeah. Um, you can't let the flame go out. Yeah, that you have to that tend to the flame that gets rid of my um, like eligibility in this category. Okay. Yeah. But uh but also, you know, any kind of date with a prospective lover. Mm-hmm. Um and so on and so forth. We just didn't want to have we, we didn't want to have just like a, any old regular yeah, daytime well, activity. Any, or anyone that's had a boyfriend or girlfriend on Halloween. Sure. Right. We've we've also, we actually said no Halloween. Yeah. Well, so, that's great. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. we also said no like sporting events or things where people wouldn't typically say oh you're in costume like right. if it was just an outfit that you put on it didn't count and it's like we get it sports jerseys and hats that's uh that's jocks cosplay sure. it's athletic drag we know <laughs> we get it we get it but they'd if 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 they wouldn't say it was a costume it's not a costume yeah okay and, and what was the other category uh if you've ridden an elephant hmm. yeah which was the uh the, uh Hat tip to the UCB four that uh, asked that question. Sometimes. So, Matt, have you done other of these things? Have you I've ever gone never... on a date in a costume or ridden an elephant? I, w- with my ex boyfriend, one time we went out on a Halloween and went as Harry Potter and Malfoy, but that <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> which it's one were Malfoy you? I was Harry, Harry Potter, Potter's... actually, which is crazy because I was fully the Malfoy of the relationship. Wow! So what yeah. is flip there? Yeah. Who is Malfoy? Is that a good guy or a bad guy? He's not so good. Oh man! Yeah, he's actually the adversary of Harry Potter for. You large... were the bad boyfriend. Uh, isn't that just classic for me to villainize myself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't give know. Your, hey, hey, give yourself a break. Sorry, you I'm sorry. It. Well, you guys, can I'm see not allowed I'm, to I'm talk crying about so much. I'm not allowed to talk about our therapeutic relationship in public mm-hmm. uh, unless you give me explicit permission. But I will just nod silently in agreement with what yeah, you just said. No, you guys are being very supportive in the room, and I want the whole, everyone at home to listen. 
to this and know that you're listening to a family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. uh, well, Brian, you have some. You have. Uh, do you have some calls of people from people who have uh, who have responded to the uh, to the battle? Yeah, yeah. We got a we got a a pretty good call here from uh, somebody who wore a costume on a date. Here, it was just one sided, um, but uh, I'll let him explain. That's still counts, I think. Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and uh, I'm going to say Dana Gould. Nope. nope. Or maybe a McElroy or a Doughboy. Dana was on very uh, this recently. This is Pat from Vancouver checking in as a costumed dater. Uh, when I was a high school teen, I had my seamstress aunt make me a uh, full body Spider Man costume, mm-hmm. cool. including booties and gloves. Uh, and when I met a nerdy girl at the movie theater I worked at, we went on a date, and I wore the Spider-Man costume underneath my actual civilian clothes uh, and carried the mask in my back pocket along with the gloves in hopes that if I took her home, I could take off my clothes and have a Spider-Man costume on. Uh, it did not work, and I did not get to take her home uh, and just spent about two and a half hours wearing a polyester spandex mix underneath my clothes and sweating profusely. Uh, it was embarrassing. Um, but I think it was worth it, and I learned from it. Anyway, love the show. Love you guys. Uh, take care. Bye. Love you, too. Love you. Here's my first question. His seamstress aunt. Mm-hmm. Did she just go down to Joanne's and say, give me the full body print Spider-Man spandex? I want to sew it up into a costume? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you begin how you begin that process. Or possibly did you just buy red spandex and draw the rest on with a Sharpie? That's something I didn't even think about is the fact that underneath all of his clothes was not the actual Spider-Man costume, but someone's interpretation of it. <laughs> In fact, just an ant who probably did just that. And then also to have seen... To be with someone and then take off their clothes and they have a full Spider-Man costume on, but it's fully knockoff... That's glamorous. <laughs> That's glorious. I love that. I guess I, 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 I'm what I was imagining was a. I need to slip into something more comfortable situation, and then right. he excuses himself to the restroom, and then emerges as the web slinger himself. See, what I would have loved was if on the date, which I assume happened in public, mm-hmm. something was going weird or like something weird happened, he'd be like, hold on a second. Or just like, if like something was happening, he would just be like, hold on a second, take off a shirt, put on the max, and he was Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't oh, know. Like to that, stop a crime? To like stop a crime. Or like pretend to as sure. a bit. Can I I don't know if you? I would love that or I would hate it, but it would provoke a reaction. It would be a choice. Uh, you got to make choices in, in an audition situation, Jordan. Right. Uh, and what is a date? but an audition for sex. I think this is the scenario that played out in my mind. Go ahead. This young woman from the movie, well, what was our listener called? Do you remember, Brian? Uh, Frank. Frank Frank called in. <laughs> Peter. He's, Peter P. from New York. <laughs> Brett. He seemed like he yeah. seemed like a sweetie. Mm-hmm. Seemed like a sweet guy. Seemed gentle. Uh, mm-hmm. He did seem gentle. He and this, he and this young lady really hit it off on yeah. the date. They they go they go back to her apartment. Oh, let's boy. say, yep. Um, things are getting hot and heavy. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes off the clothes. Oh baby, the Spider Man suit is there. Yo-oh. she's into it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's stoked about it. She likes the way that spandex is stretching. Ooh. With great penis comes great responsibility, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, at least on the seamstress ants part. That's like, get, yeah, give me crotch room. That is where right. That's where the responsibility lies. <laughs> yeah. Ants like uh, honey. On which side do you dress? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, on which side the does your ball droop? Where your penis goes? Of course. Um, so they they're kind of you know they're getting romantic. Yeah. And it seems like it's about to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this guy, he hasn't found love in some time. And you know what I think we're hearing before even even the bottoms come off? Hmm. Thwip, thwip. Yeah. I think oh, he's premature done. thwip. <laughs> he's a th- premature thwip. Is I think what we're he thwipped hear. himself. Yeah. 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 Self thwip. Uh, well, Brian, what were the what were the what were the final numbers on this one? Oh, Jordan, okay. can I I'm just curious. tell you that I would wear a Spider-Man suit. But only because I was going to uh, David Letterman Con and planning to right. participate in how many Spider Mans fit in a Jamba Juice. Right, yeah, that's that's yeah. one of the famous activities at Letterman Con. Oh God, how many Spider Mans? Send in a few wizards. We're out of Spider Mans. Yeah. Send in some wizards. I always go to that dressed as Larry Bud Melman. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we uh, we got we did. So last week we talked about how sometimes when the sometimes when the UCB guys ask about who rode on an elephant, they also ask about who's been hit on by Andy Dick. Yeah, that's and, true. And um, we did have somebody who has been hit on by Andy Dick. At, so Max, want... at Max FunCon, they asked that question. They those That was the competition, hit on by Andy Dick or ridden on an elephant. And hit on by Andy Dick won. Wow. More had, there was like, it was three to two, I think. Yeah. Is he like out on town? Like just It was one of, I, the one I remember was in Austin, Texas. It wasn't oh, even wow. like, they were not... These were not, it wasn't like, yeah, well, I was hanging out at the Groundlings and, no, it was just Andy Dick traveling the country, making inappropriate passes at people. Yeah. Yeah. I think in LA that wins all the time. And then around the country, it's occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I just thought it was interesting that we, Mm -hmm. it's not even about him and we got one. So, Uh, so the costume dates, uh, we got a bunch of Ren Fairs. some theme parties, a couple Rocky Horrors, a couple Harry Potter. Oh, Potters. Rocky Horrors. I didn't even think about Rocky yeah, Horrors. Yeah. yeah. That could have been. Uh, someone suggested Rocky Horrors on Twitter after we brought it up. Yeah. And I was like, shit, this is like Doctor Who and Fezzes all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Our nerd blind spots are causing us to wildly misestimate yeah. these. I need to go to another Rocky Horror soon. The first one I went to was when I was closeted and 18 years old and I wore an American Eagle polo. <laughs> so I feel like I need to, I feel like I need to go back. Yeah, you got a mulligan that. <laughs> to be honest with you. Oh, that's yeah, the sweetest that's thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. and they did bring oh. me on stage to fake an orgasm. Yeah. And it was not entertaining or good for anyone. <laughs> You're just like, I'm an adult and I'm ejaculating. But now I'm a whore. So <laughs> they need to get back on that stage, well, honey. Gee, you and Malfoy, am I right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am a Malfoy in the sheets. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Which is actually probably a very bad thing. Yeah. Um, and one of those talking owls in the streets. <laughs> yeah. Is that thing in Harry Potter? They don't talk. talk. They don't talk. Okay. They, don't talk. they deliver also, messages. They, they deliver messages. messages. And also Hedwig dies. So Sorry. it was yeah. really sad that wow. you brought that up. I was pretty sad. Um, couple, a couple of key, really, really fun uh, emails we got from people. Uh, the, uh, somebody said they lost their virginity wearing a Superman costume. Hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody, let's On see. On Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> right. uh, to this a stormtrooper. Yeah. A Civil War reenactor who uh, their very first kiss was at the 125th reenactment of the Battle of the First Mara- Manassas. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and then this yeah, one. I mean, first, that's the horny Manassas. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, this guy uh, I'll just read what he wrote my partner and I are hypnotists and and are enthusiastically involved in the erotic hypnosis kink community erotic hypnosis kink community we just 
Jesus hit a new height on Jordan Jesse. Go oh, fuck! Oh, Erotic hypnosis. <laughs> Holy shit! They, I have they... never even imagined that. <laughs> We, they, he said, we regularly attend erotic hypnosis parties in New England where oh we arrive in God. hypnosis clothing. Yep. Uh, it is common that attendees will use their costume in some way to induce trance. So, what and, you doing there? <laughs> little bit of erotic hypnosis. Take off your clothes and act like a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> Just all chicken stuff. <laughs> what a waste. Um, and a, <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> what a waste of a great fucking opportunity. Such as erotic hypnosis. <laughs> so, apparently hypnosis clothing is fetish wear with strange ask. textures, yeah, reflective ask. finishes, clothing that makes noise, and sequins. A lot of sequins are popular. So loud, uncomfortable shit. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, um, yeah. so, yeah. So, those are the highlights Damn from it. that. Uh, yeah. There are 56, 56 total. Okay. Um. And uh, and then and then in terms of elephants, uh, we had a lot of international riders. A lot more. Can I ju- um, can I just tell you a, c- a conversation I just imagined? Mm. Uh, it's with your aunt. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, what what have you been up to? She said. You said, oh, I went to the ball game with my buddy Frank. Oh, how do you know Frank? Erotic hypnosis <laughs> yeah. community. <laughs> yeah. She's like, hold still while I keep fitting you for this Spider-Man costume. We um, play poker together. Yeah. It's definitely not erotic hypnosis. <laughs> yeah, no, wink, if, wink. if that's what you were thinking. Right. Anyway. I just happen to be wearing noisy fetish <laughs> That's reflecting all the light in yeah. this room. I have a pocket watch just dangling from you. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's not <an> <laughs> Um, what do we? Yeah. Let's yeah, talk um, about. Let's talk elephants. Uh, yeah. So uh, a lot of international riders: uh, Indonesia, Cambodia, sure. India, Thailand. Sure. Um, so sound like mostly Asian elephants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smaller yeah. ears. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, a bunch of circus pe- uh, people who uh, r- rode them at the circus. Yep. Um, same thing with zoo. A lot of zoos that don't really do it anymore. Um, and uh, a bunch of fairs, like the state fair, or county fair, that came through. I'm gonna guess 250 people. Um, it's a lot yeah. like oh. the, it's a lot like the question: Who's been to a Sheila E. concert? <laughs> right. Are you of course, Thailand and Vietnam, of course. Mm. State fairs, right? Yeah. Of course. And then a lot of people talking about Marine World, Africa, USA. Hell yeah, Vallejo, oh, California, yeah. baby. Yep. yep. Brian. Uh, yeah. Uh, you're the producer of the show. Did yep. that sound like I was uh, putting down Sheila E.? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, good, because I love Sheila E. I just okay. want to make it- Sheila E is incredibly talented. Sheila E is br- a brilliant genius whose music I love and uh, who I admire. I just want to make that clear. Thought Eve <laughs> stood for elephant. You so guys you have the connection. <laughs> you guys can't see this, but he's crying so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we're a family here. I'm thinking about anyone, all Rider lead vocalists slash percussionists. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and oh, Come on. People that can do both of those things at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Looking at you, Phil Collins. Can I tell you that I literally watched like a 20-minute Sheila E. concert on YouTube that was like contemporary, fully from a state fair, and it fucking ruled. I watched the whole thing. I was like, I'm still watching this, and I'm still loving it. She's booked. What do we, uh, what do we got okay. for numbers on elephants? Um, right? Yeah, so uh, it, it, it ran away with it. 179 wow. elephants. Wow. So oh we, were in, we weren't quite in submarine territory, but right. we were. Yeah, it was no joke. It was a submarine like gap. If we oh. had included uh, elephants that are in dry dock, 
Right, yeah. And I think it would have beat Submarine. Mm. Oh, sure. something else I wanted to say. We also got a nice email from J. Keith Van Stratton. and no, he, he the host of Go a, Fact Yourself? Yeah, yeah, he had a nice picture of uh, a selfie of him on, a, on an elephant. Oh, so yeah, that, that nice. guy's ridden an elephant. Oh, yeah. That guy's ridden an elephant. If you had said to me, what Max Fun host across the entire network? I mean, we're talking about Danielle Radford. We're talking about J. Keith Van Stratton. We're talking about Ted Leo. Mm-hmm. All these people. We're talking about all... St- Eight McElroys, whatever the count. It depends, I guess, if you include Smurls sure. as as a sub McElroy group. But anyway, any McElroy, all these people, who is most likely to have ridden an elephant? Well, I would have said PointsGuy.com columnist J. Yeah. Keith Van Stratton, host of Go Fact Yourself. Be. I haven't met him, but I picture him on an elevator. <laughs> I mean, he loves <laughs> elevator elephants. Yeah, he loves to travel. To show you how modern I am. What's yeah. an elephant? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Elevators. Is that like an elevator, yeah. which I do know about? Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you- P.S., if... I only ride elevators where you push your own button. No operators for mm-hmm. me. Thank you, modern man. Yeah, no thanks. A self-flushing toilets. I can do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to. I prefer to know what's happening. <laughs> I want autonomy, damn it. This requires what the French call an artiste. Mm, mm-hmm. There's that NPR sensibility. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. <laughs> um, so, wow, what, what, where do we go from here? Wait, but what was the total to... for costumes, though, Brian? Uh, total for costumes was Less. 56. Yeah, 56. And primarily Renaissance fairs. Uh, yeah, primarily Renaissance fairs. Did, did we get any context on the Superman uh, virginity? Was he fucking a Batman? It seems to me like if you are going to fuck in a Superman costume, and I'm not, look, I'm not an expert on mm-hmm. sex or... DC Comics. <laughs> DC Comics. But it seems to me like if you're going to fuck in a Superman costume, you're going to want to fuck Batman, right? No, I think actually Superman, there's something about Superman. You want to take like his honor. Okay. See, Batman is drama. Batman oh. is going to be fucking way more drama than you're going to want to handle in the yeah, morning. My parents died. It's just like so, so <laughs> weepy, so dark. He like goes in his cave. Yeah. Superman is like gets up for work and is like very positive. Yeah. You the know what I mean? The reason I would want you coffee, to I bet. fuck you Superman. You can warm it up with his eyes. That'd be funny. Yeah. To the extent that I want to fuck Superman, which is modest. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if if we're talking about the Kinsey scale, my interest in women is is far greater than my interest in men. But <laughs> Superman, but, <laughs> he's Superman. sweating so much right Superman now. You can't see; he's so cer- nervous. Superman is certainly a, a, a one of the best looking men. Mm-hmm. Is known for his good looks. Um, but I think if I were going to fuck Superman, it would not be so much because he was hot or mm. even because I wanted to debase him, as as you described. Yeah, I've just never fucked an alien. Oh yeah, interesting. I'd I love forget. to have fucked an alien. Yeah, you you could dine out on that for months. I had a lovely Maybe dinner with years. I had a lovely dinner with Dean Cain once. Yeah, I made out with Alf. I want to be clear, sure. but we did the not alien life form himself. Nothing that counts as. Certainly nothing penetrative. Right. E.T. fingered me. <laughs> really? oh, it felt really good. It was sure. warm. Yeah. It was warm. Yeah. He, 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 healing he, lit up his, healing. he lit up his finger inside me, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, E.T. Oh, you're drinking E.T. E.T. E. phone me anytime you want. I'll come right over. You want Reese's Pieces? You can get this Pieces. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second. Jordan, Jesse, go. La 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 la
Hi, it's Ali Kokesh, one of the cast members of Mission to Zix, a new addition to the Max Fun Network. We're blown away by the welcome we've received from Max Fun listeners, telling us you've discovered the show and are binging it hard, supporting us during the drive, and just being rad humans all around. Mission to Zix is an improvised, obsessively sound designed sci fi comedy epic following a group of ambassadors as they explore the ass end of space. I play Dar, the 12 foot tall omnisexual security officer with furry scales, chest talons, and a series of flaps and shoots that are for. Yeah, you know what? You'll figure it out. We'd be delighted if you joined our crew aboard the aging sentient starship, the Bargerian Jade, as we travel the Zix Quadrant, meeting all sorts of weird aliens played by brilliant guest comedians. That's Mission to Zix. Welcome, everyone, to the live wrestling spectacular in Los Angeles. So far, the world's most boring wrestling podcast has been destroying the competition. Isn't there anyone who can save us from this travesty? Wait, could it be? It's Titan Fights, the perfect wrestling podcast. Tights and Fights is here to save us from the monotony of boring wrestling podcasts with hilarious conversations. Woke trips through the history of wrestling. And joke about the finer points of people wearing spandex. What a match! And the Tights and Fights podcast will be back every week. Thursdays on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. Please, these hosts have families. Tyson Fights Podcast. Tyson Fights. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Matt Rogers. I have two dogs. Wow, two. That is so cool, Matt. That's very cool. Do they They're play? my parents' dogs. Ugh, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I was nervous. You do things so fast here. It's true. <laughs> Hey man, just be yourself. I know I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm just trying. Be yourself. What if all of a sudden my voice was like this? Wow! And I had been like <laughs> it's doing. The, it's the real you. The real me is actually like this. It's a lot more labored and uh, <laughs> affected by the patriarchy. How do you guys like my American Eagle polo shirt? <laughs> that was truly me in college on the first day when I met everyone. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, it's me, a heterosexual in a polo. <laughs> I love triscuits <laughs> and golfing. <laughs> Who and wants girls. to golf, fellow freshmen? <laughs> At NYU. <laughs> Let's get on the course. Can I tell you what I thought today? As we, as we record this program, we just learned that Tiger Woods won the Masters, the famous golf tournament, mm-hmm. after an 11-year drought. Mm. He had won something like 14 major tournaments previously, an 11-year drought after he went insane, uh, got addicted to painkillers, Yeah, uh, tried to wet all these crazy things that happened with- Fuck the, his food or something. And you know what the thought- I think, yeah, he was fucking food. He was fucking his food. Fucking sandwiches. Every woman was like, stay away from me. Yeah. <laughs> well, better fuck this food. He yeah. dated Alf for a few months. Sure. Yeah. Alien life he form. Didn't, he didn't even pick the good alien. I'm telling you. I know. his <laughs> finger is T-H-I-C-C. Stimulate the yeah. prostate, my Daddy. friend. Daddy. I mean, and have you seen that neck? Oh, then it goes all the way up have when he I, gets scared. Have <laughs> I seen the neck? Yeah, you've seen the neck. <laughs> uh, 
But the thought that I had when I found out that uh, Tiger Woods won the mm-hmm. Masters was, fuck, that dude gets paid to play golf. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Like, people give... And not just other the, people watch it. That's the part that's... Like, there's people who are like, I've got $50. I'll give this mm-hmm. to golf. Golfers. Is golf, like, really happening right now? I feel like it, it, I feel like it's, like, not... No one's talking about it the way they used to, like, in the 90s. Or maybe I'm just not living in a house with golf my nuts. dad. Well, I don't know. I, I think you're maybe just hanging out at American Eagle <laughs> less these days. <laughs> you're right. I think I'm just not in the suburbs with my father, who was a golf fan. But it's like... Isn't yeah. it... Doesn't it feel like... There was a moment in like the late '90s, early 2000s where sports were like major news stories. Like, remember the home run race, like the Subway sure. Series? Those were like front page Andre and back page Agassi. stories. He played tennis, right? And was a celebrity and, and was he a had that full camera. celeb. Yep. I don't remember the camera. And also- Eos Rebel, baby. Yeah, but now there's like, correct me if I'm wrong, it feels like there's like, you can list on maybe two hands, like the the superstar athletes. And they've been famous since that time. Like Serena Williams, to sure. me, counts as a celebrity of yesteryear. Right. But she is still, of course, you know, Serena Williams celebrity. Well, I, I think that's particularly true with the recent fall from grace of Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Of course. There are monsters who are yes. more popular yeah. than she there is are, now. And now that Rihanna has fallen from grace, mm-hmm. it's foolish of me to even wager on other people's popularity. I mean, everything is up in the air now. Yeah. What left Mike is Piazza's right going to come back and down. be the most famous man in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Only the true king of Long Island. Right. Would. Yeah. You're, t- you're talking to him. <laughs> and excuse me, is- Prince. I'm very young. I'm 14. Okay. <laughs> excuse me. We're all going to be going nuts for Steffi Graf next year. <laughs> Steffi Graf. Oh, my one. God. My waitress, at, a, my waitress at an Olive Garden. <laughs> Jennifer oh, really? Capriati. No. <laughs> That'd be fun. Jennifer Capriati. Wow, you're mm-hmm. going for it. Thank Ms. You. Monica Sellas, I can play this game. Sure. <laughs> let's, let's all play this game for another 45 minutes. <laughs> Remember when Kornikova was taken seriously as a tennis player? Yeah. And you're like, tennis, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were like, well, wow. there you go. Um, Matt, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Do you, have, what, do you have a place that people can check you out you online? Sure can. Yeah, you can follow me at Matt Rogers, though, T H O, on Twitter and Instagram. Also, you can listen to my podcast, Last Culturistas, which I host with Bowen Yang. Very and funny that's man, on Bowen the Yang. Forever Dog Podcast Network. And we're currently on tour. So um, on April 20th, will this be out in time for April yeah. 20th? April 20th, we're at the Bell House in New York. And then April 20th. The weekend of April 27th, we're at Moon Tower Festival in Austin. Cool. That is awesome. Yeah. So, uh, you going to blaze trees? Or? I'm going to blaze literally so much tree. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, right after this, when I walk out, I'm blazing a tree. Yeah. Hey, yeah. only you can prevent forest fires, huh? Am I right? Yeah. Oh, am I right? Honey. Going full smoky? <laughs> you got to just make sure you do it in, in the city streets. Of course. Yeah. And not up in Runyon. Yeah. Smokey's two things are like you got to pour water on the campsite. Mm hmm. And you got to pass the Dutch. Pass that sure, Dutch. Yeah. 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 Don't, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't bogart that kind, man. <laughs> uh, our, producer, our producer is Brian. Oh, Smokey. That works. Anyway. Yeah, totally. Smokes, anyway. That's yeah. all. It works so many ways. Because he smokes trees. Cool. And also, have you ever, heard, you ever heard his voice? Oh, yeah. He has yeah. Kathleen Turner's voice. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah. He also does a great smoky eye, which is not an insult, mm, in my opinion. No, it's not, not an insult at all. If you can pull off a great smoky eye, sure. wow, yeah. rocket. Uh, Brian Sunday D. Fernandez is our producer. You can find us on the internet at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. You can chat about it on Reddit. You can find us on Facebook, just like Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, you can find us uh, on the 
uh, websites. <laughs> all websites. Uh, They're on all websites. Grubhub. At Lyft. At yeah. Jesse Thorne and at Jordan underscore Morris on Twitter. Uh, you can find us uh, on tour. We're going to be on tour for the Summer Boys of Summer Tour. So you heard those dates. You can find them at MaximumFun.org. Don't, uh, don't put off buying your tickets. Grab them. You're, you're never going to get a chance to see... The team of from Rift Tracks again, Minneapolis. <laughs> we plan to murder them after the show. Yes. And hey, if you're in Brooklyn, Ted Leo never comes to the Bell House. <laughs> so jump on that one opportunity. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a blast. Uh, we'd love to see you. And we'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.